Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Hackers have taken over dozens of high-profile Twitter accounts. And we're talking high-profile. Barack Obama. That's pretty high-profile. Jeff Bezos. Yep. Pretty high-profile. Uber. Uh Uh-huh. Apple. uh, Cash App. Joe Biden. Apparently, uh, Elon Musk got uh, got hit as well. Uh, Also, Bill Gates. Kanye West. Bill Gates, I mean, it's I don't an know enormous how... list of, yeah, people with tens huge. of millions of followers. Huge. These guys got owned. It's the... probably one of the most reasonable <laughs> things Kanye West has said in the last week. <laughs> no, the most reasonable is was his announcement today that he's uh, putting his presidential campaign on hold. Yeah. Is okay. he endorsing someone? I hope not. (laughs) So uh, beware, everybody, if in case you just so happen across one of these posts. Now, Twitter surely has gone through and, you know, hit the auto They are no longer available. Right. So you can't find them. But somebody's probably sharing the screenshots around or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just just beware. And just beware in general if you see one of these posts. So I'll give you an example. They they actually put here on businessinsider.com. This is what Cash App wrote. Now, if you don't know what Cash App is or what the hackers wrote under Cash App's Twitter, Cash App is Square. If you've ever heard of Square, they do a lot of credit card processing for business. Yeah. And uh, I think the Twitter guy, actually, Jack Dorsey, the CEO, is also the CEO of Square. By no means am I an expert on the history of Internet scams, but this has got to be one of, if not the biggest, highest profile uh, Bitcoin scam to ever hit the Internet. This is huge. This is one of the biggest hit, uh, scams on the Internet. I mean, you this just is had, huge. You just had some of the uh, you know top the most influential influential accounts. people on the yeah. on the planet, uh, you know. Do a scam simultaneously, so you and do at have the to wonder. same time, <laughs> you have to wonder. Uh, <laughs> this sounds to me like an inside job at Twitter. I yeah, mean, that's or it crazy. Was someone who you know scoped out all of these people, mm. all of these accounts, and has just been sitting on the information, building it up for several. Well, it months. gets pretty crazy here, so I'll, I'm going to share some of this, some of the details here from Business Notice Insider. The real Donald Trump wasn't mentioned. I guess they didn't get it's him because you can trust the Donald. <laughs> Yeah, because he would totally not not fall for a phishing attack. It's because that would have, you know, revealed the scam nature of it. The current president of the United States trying to give away Bitcoin. Everybody would have. Well, no, they would have because people are stupid, aren't so they? So all of the accounts did the same tactic. They use different wording a little bit here and there, but uh, they use the same tactic of send us a thousand dollars, we'll send you two grand back. The messages appear to employ a common scam tactic used to fleece people out of money by falsely promising to send a bigger sum in return for a payment. And you're right, Arya. Anybody who sat there and thought about it for a little bit be like, well, that that doesn't make sense. Arya, right when we went to break, you pointed out that it may not have been just the Coindesk account, which is, a, again, a major right. uh, internet news network for cryptocurrency. They got hacked on Twitter, and they pointed out in an interview that they had two-factor security turned on, which supposedly should mean that uh, it would have been near to impossible to hack their account unless the hackers had physical access to the security device in question. Uh, <laughs> Or, unless what we were saying, maybe well, the hackers have back-end access into Twitter and were able to compromise their database in some way, because you think that that would have been the case for all these accounts. Yeah, I don't know what Twitter's policies are, never having had a verified account on mm-hmm. Twitter, but I know that, like, Facebook, if you have a certain amount of reach, like when I became an admin of the Free Talk Live page, it required me to set up 
two-factor authentication in order to be able to admin the Facebook page. So irritating. And Yeah, but I mean, yeah. that's nowhere near the reach of like Jack Dorsey or any of these, whoever they are, Jeff Bezos. Well, one, one of our uh, so activist I would imagine friends, that anyone who has the verified tag on Twitter has to also have two-factor authentication. That's what one of our uh, activist friends up here says. Will has posted in the ForkFest chat room that verified accounts means t- two-factor was compromised yeah. on all of these accounts. Uh, and so if that's the case, th- there's almost almost no way they could have fished the And even if they would have, it wouldn't have been cost effective. So they came up with this thing called Authenticator app, which is available. Google's got one. Microsoft has one. LastPass has one. There's a bunch of these things out there. But essentially what they do is they use this code uh, that – I don't know what you want to call it. It's not like a hash or something. It's this code that it's, just changes uh, – it's a six-digit code that changes every minute or right. so. But it's, it's 30 seconds. It, yeah, it's every 30 seconds. It's and, and there's a buffer on the other side, so it's actually longer than 30 seconds because yeah. if you're a few seconds late putting it in, you can usually yeah. get in. Um, but uh, So the code changes, and you have an app that shows you this code. The app is on your phone, or you can there's like apparently a Linux version, but it's usually a phone app. And so when you log into the website, you use your username and password. That gets you past step one, and then it asks you for the six-digit code from your Authenticator app. And then you type in the code, and then it lets you in. Well, in order to fish that from somebody... It would be very difficult because when you set up two-factor... I don't even know how to give anybody that information. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) When you set up a two-factor authentication, when you uh, initially turn that on on whatever website, so if it's Twitter, they say, all right, you've got to enable two-factor. You have to scan this QR code with your phone, with this app, in order to... Or you copy and paste the key. I get why people would fall for it in the event that it was Cash App, because I already know that Cash App Bitcoin, because Cash App sells Bitcoin. So okay, they're trying to, you know, do a good thing here, but it still doesn't make sense that they would require you to send them one thousand Bitcoin. I think and why to this address? You could open up Cash App and send it directly to your Cash App address to prove you are who you are. If Mm -hmm. for whatever reason Barack Obama's tweet came across my Twitter feed, and understand I don't use Twitter much, so the likelihood of this happening is slim. But if that were to happen, I would be making decisions based as a sort of an American understanding that Barack Obama had every opportunity to make Bitcoin legal and consumable, and the idea that he would do that Bitcoin is legal. I understand. But he he could have made it a heck of a lot more legal, right? He could have made it... um, He could have made it less regulated. He could have done all kinds of things to make it more accepted and and ubiquitous and, uh, frankly, it's a more moral money. So he could have increased the morality of money in America tremendously. And the idea... If he were a moral person, he could have done that. The the idea that a tweet would come from Instead, he was dropping bombs on children. And 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 doctors without borders, hospitals. Yes. (laughs) The idea that a tweet would have come from him about Bitcoin would have really confused me. Sure. However, but you're not following Barack Obama. If I'm a person who has, uh, you know, mild English skills in, say, the Philippines or Mm -hmm. something, and Barack Obama seems like, you know, the best darn thing out there, and, you know, he's the savior of the world and stuff, then maybe I could have been fooled. If they have a backdoor at Twitter, if they're one of the Twitter. IT guys or whatever, and he's got access to the whole two-factor database or wherever it is they store this. These he wouldn't keys. even need that. I'm sure they. I'm sure someone there has the technological capabilities to just send out a tweet from whatever account they want. Could be, but well, they don't want to that out. You don't want to be traced. Better be on a plane to Bangladesh at yeah. this point. They don't want to be traced, right? So sure. it would make more sense if they got the keys and were able to 
log in. Now, if it's all being done in a one hour's time frame, then that definitely suggests a multiple person job, right? Like they've yeah. got to log into all these different accounts unless they had a script to do it, which they could have. So I don't know. It's fascinating. It is uh, very interesting. So you think, Ian, I mean, you're the one who fixes I think all my tech stuff. Job. Yeah, you think this is an inside job? Okay. And, and she's and not- an IT pro. And you, you two aren't the sort to wax conspiratorial. I mean, you don't say, I think this was an inside job too often. Well, I, I don't think it was Twitter's intention, right? Like, it was just somebody at Twitter. That's my guess. Sure. Or That's somebody hacked job. Twitter. Either it was somebody on the inside, which is, in my opinion, likely more likely than a hack. But it yeah, could because have been a, a hacker hack. on the outside is going to be unlikely to be able to obtain this level of information. Right. I mean, most of this should be air-gapped. To some extent, right? They shouldn't be able to log in remotely and gain access to people's two-factor authentication. Well, it wouldn't be unbelievable if it weren't air-gapped. I mean, there's plenty of companies with sloppy you oh, know, security sure. in, in that way. The headlines just continue to roll in about states. Oh, well, got to press the pause button, they say, or reverse course and start reclosing a lot of the places that they had allowed to reopen for, what, three weeks, four weeks in some cases? Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, you thought you could uh, run a bar in the United States? Well, in, m- in many states, you've been reclosed down completely. Uh, there's no provisions on how you can open up at this point. They have targeted bars as though bars are the largest threat to anybody out there. Yeah. And it's insane. And and now we bar- actually, uh, you and I, Arya, today we we did a little experiment. We did a little market experiment. <laughs> it failed sadly, but it we, failed spectacularly. We did it. I wouldn't call it spectacular. Um, there it wasn't. There wasn't much that went on. Well, the on, level but, of failure was spectacular. The event itself, not. I mean, it was. Pretty it was boring. a total fail. I mean, yeah. but. Uh, it was either going to be a total success or a total fail. There was no middle point. So we True. went to the local movie theater here in town, which a uh-huh. lot of a lot of theaters right now are doing what I consider to be a pretty smart thing. They're they're showing classic films, and when I say because classic, there's nothing else out. That's right. There's no new movies uh, coming out, and Hollywood's not going to put anything out for probably months. Because no one or very few people are actually going to the theater. So these theaters, desperate for some semblance of revenue, some right. kind of business, they're playing classic movies. Like, And when I say classic, I don't mean black and white. I mean like the 80s and the 90s uh, from 30 or 40 you Movies know, that people ago. may want to go see in the theater. I think we're going to see a lot of theaters close um, yeah. because I think this that it is may unsustainable. Be over. This that's is what unsustainable. I, like, I, if this I mean, goes on fine. much it's longer... Like Ian pointed out, for like 500 or 600 bucks, you can set up your house and not have to deal with all of the people in the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 about when you get the first run movie. So the reason that I go to movie theaters right now is because they have it first. They, um, you know, a I haven't got my new TV set up the way I want it um, set up, and because I haven't got my house remodeled or whatever, um, so that'll probably be next year or the year after, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to set up the best thing uh, around. But the movie theater will still have the movie two months before I will. I can get well, it at home. That may be you changing. You can get that around that with a transport stream or something like that that you torrent. Well, well that looks I'll like crap. I'll give you a call. Oh, man. I watched the Avengers Endgame. Uh, allegedly, it was a transport stream. <laughs> uh, dude, there was, other than a few places where it got blurry for like a second, uh-huh. it was it was full HD, man. Jeez. It was indistinguishable as a transport stream. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, so... I, I, I've, I've Which watched... is why I say it was allegedly okay. a transport stream. I'm pretty sure I actually paid Amazon for that, but who, who knows, man? All right. <laughs> I don't know. It's. Uh, I, I think the movie theaters maybe may be dead. I mean, it looks Drive-in bad. Drive-in movies are gone, and somehow we've lived. Hey, Daily Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. 
I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy, so I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. I have to watch something in order to fall asleep. Otherwise, oh, my brain just doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't stop. And um, the the commercials, the the world view being perpetuated oh, yeah. on this box is horrifying. <laughs> I I I fully understand why people are so panicky, so crazy, so caught up in this. It's when you, all the time when you have Nike commercials going. We're all in this together. Yep. And then the next commercial is Walmart doing the same crap, and then yep. Target doing the same crap. It's just bombarding them every second of Showing every day. Happy Turn people off their... that stupid freaking box. And showing their people in their masks now in the commercials. It's yep. just a part of normal life. This yep. is it. You walk down Main Street, they have masks on their mannequins at some of these places. Yeah. Um, I was actually just waking up this morning to the radio news and I heard an audio clip about, I think it, I, you know, a little hazy, right? But it was sure. about schools coming back into, uh, into effect this fall or whether or not they are or whatever. And, uh, this, they had some school executive boss lady from wherever on there commenting. And her comment was something to the effect of, it's going to be hard for the kids, but we have to make sacrifices because the only thing or because if we don't, then people will die. And that's just the viewpoint. It's like, kids, you either do all this crazy crap or people will die. If you try to go out on the playground and have fun, if you try to go and play a game of tag, people will die. I wanted to uh, just uh, give an update of a situation that's going on in Dover. I felt uh, the need to... Uh, let people know that Sarah Warren Latender got three of her ribs broken by a Dover police officer, her husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, that. And the Dover, yeah, and the Dover Police Department charged her yeah. as the one who assailed him. Yeah, um, uh, we so actually have. I actually had this story in my show prep for tonight. I'm glad you brought it up. Now, from what I understand, this uh, Dover police officer is also like a UFC fighter. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. An MMA. Yep, she assaulted that him? Correct. That was a b- bad idea on her part. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't because, I mean, you, <laughs> a, an MMA fighter should have the training, you know, and the self-control to not break a person's ribs, to not break their girlfriend yeah, or their wife's ribs, you know? That's kind of well, part of he, the whole martial arts training is learning when to I, use it and when not to. No. Okay. Well, this is, this is a bad, it's a bad situation because she got her kids taken away, mm. a restraining order put on her. Um, family court is basically taking her kids away because of his position. I don't understand how his own department is the one investigating this at all without any red flags for conflict of interest at all. Mm-hmm. It, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. I'm irritated by it. we just sort of been talking generally about this new fear society that it's even worse now. I mean, people have generally been trained to be afraid over the years but it's just come oh, sure. to a real peak uh in recent months well with... we're hoping it's peaked right no it could just continue to peak at this point right. <laughs> just keep, could the just keep getting peak. worse i mean uh, i watched an argument between a friend of mine and just just some stranger on uh, on one of these social media sites where 
because the friend of mine was refusing to wear refusing to wear a mask. He was both a accused of killing this other mm. person's cousin, murdering yep. this other person's cousin. So I mean, that's your red first red flag. The guy's making this personal and attacking this person who he's never even met, sure. and somehow attributing a family member's death to his fault. Completely but also irrational. Accused him of murdering thousands yep. of people by not wearing a mask. And uh, you and I don't like to wear masks, Mark. He sort of likes the masks, but he I don't know. You're not always wearing them. Um, but uh, there's you were in the minority. I mean, it seems yeah. at least if you believe the uh, the polls that have been conducted, people seem to be in support of the masks. See, the corporations me, are shoving it down people's throats. The mask wearing is about sort of uh, signaling to the world, hey, if you want me to show, wear a mask to show you that I care about you, fine, I'll wear a mask to show I care about you. If it that's is what about makes you signaling. Happy, it's yeah. all about signaling, yeah. Um, it's certainly not see, about I, I show them the same thing. I care about their humanity, not how, not their warm and fuzzy feelings about how I'm trying to keep their grandmother alive. Walmart has created a health ambassador position for each store and will station them near the entrance of stores, along with clear signage to remind people without a mask of the policy. The ambassadors will receive special training and be identifiable by their black polo shirts. The company added the ambassador will work with customers who show up at the store without a covering to try to find a solution and is currently considering different solutions for customers for when this takes effect. Stores will also have a single entrance at the company. Sam's Club branches will have associates at entrances to remind customers of the policy as well. Quote, we know it may not be possible will not escape the Walmart ambassador <laughs> for everyone. They say we may not. We know it may not be possible for everyone to wear a face covering. Our associates will be trained on those exceptions to help reduce friction for the shopper and make the process as easy as possible for everyone. Well, see, now we have to go to Walmart on the 20th. You realize that, right? You kids have fun. This time, religious <laughs> objection, because just saying no, they're going to turn you away. Yeah, Sure. You better come up with your religion. It the is Reformed against my religion. The Church absolutely rejects the wearing of mask. It's dehumanizing. Absolutely. <laughs> Same with my church. It's good news and it's bad news because it means that FUD was not the only rock concert to occur this summer. FUD is your band, your yeah. brand new band with uh, also uh, Free Talk Live co-host Captain Kickass. That stands for? Fear, Uncertainty, and Doubt. And who are you? I'm Aria Demetso. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you were Uncertainty. <laughs> I never understood the the point of having a, I mean, because they're all synonyms, right? Fear is not the same as uncertainty. I mean, uh, uncertainty comes from fear, probably. I mean, fear is the, arguably, there's two main emotions, right? Love and fear are pretty similar. I I would say they're all pretty similar, right? I'd say they're all related to fear, right? Because arguably, there's two uh, emotions that they all are sort of spring from, love and fear. Sort of the, the two options. Anyway, you, could be, it, it wasn't, you could be afraid of a man in front of you with a machete, and it wouldn't be the uncertainty but that's really the problem. True. But you'd be afraid of that because you're afraid of the uncertainty of death. Therefore, you're. Mm, therefore you're death is a certainty. Yeah, the man with the machete may or may not swipe it at you, so right. you could be uncertain. Well, he about could have that. just swiped it at somebody else, at which point your fear yeah. is pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so you guys played at Forkfest. It was a great show. There is video, it's it not out yet. It'll come out at some point when it's done. No, it won't. No, I, I don't. Are you I, forbidding pro- probably me? Probably not. Are you forbidding me from releasing that, that no, video? I, I wouldn't. Well, then no, it's your it's video. You out. can do whatever you want with it. <laughs> <laughs> the metal band Great White has apologized, they claim, for a concert that saw few masks in the audience and no social distancing. The horror. They yeah, were moshing. I thought you were supposed to be able to. The mask made it so you didn't have to social distance. Oh, I mean, no. That's they don't what say they used that to tell. That's what they were telling us at one point. They say that you need to wear the mask when social distancing is is impossible or difficult. Right. Just like you should use hand sanitizer when you can't stop to wash your hands. 
it's not a substitute, but it's like, I guess that is better than nothing. Quote, we understand that there are some people who are upset that we performed this show during this trying time, unquote. The band wrote in a statement obtained by CNN. Great White said further, quote, North Dakota's government recommends masks be worn. However, we are not in a position to enforce the laws. We have had the luxury of hindsight and we would like to apologize to those who disagree with our decision to fulfill our contractual agreement. We are far from perfect. Is that an apology? It sounds, it sounds kind more of like, like an apology. It sounds it's, massaged. To me, it sounds yeah. more like, I'm sorry you're upset. Yeah, it does sound that way. Without saying, I'm sorry you're upset, yeah, it's it, a little more dancing around yeah. than uh, than that one. They, they certainly weren't apologizing for doing it. They, yeah, they were like, they're basically they're saying, well, hey, we're sorry to those of you who didn't like that we did our job. Yeah. We were hired to do this show. We showed up. We can't enforce the law. What are we supposed to do? We're just playing the rock music, okay? Have you guys heard about the uh, the attempt in New York State about shutting down the uh, section of the Erie Canal uh, in does, order to? Does it have COVID too? No. Okay. Thank God. This is not related to COVID at all. <laughs> all right. Um, they, they have budgetary problems, but. Their, their excuse for wanting to shut it, shut the eastern portion of the Erie Canal down is that uh, they want to prevent invasive species from getting to the Great Lakes. Those darn zebra mussels. Uh, so they attempted to lower the level and see what happened. When they lowered the level by five feet, uh, the, the uh, residents in the neighboring counties complained that their wells had run dry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So I was wondering, I was thinking, and it's very unlibertarian un- of me, that if we're going to spend all this money, federal money to print it, we might as well rehabilitate some of this infrastructure that has it's already lasted for 100 years. We've gotten enormous amounts of benefit out of this one boondoggle that actually paid us back. It's the one that we can, re- we can re- uh, actually refer to. The one boondoggle in human in U.S. history that actually made us money, and we can prove it. Mark, what did you say about Florida with high testing corona? Was it deaths or tests results? Deaths. Deaths. Deaths are gone up about two and a half times, uh, which is, I think, from like 40 a day to, uh, yeah, maybe it was 40 a day to 80 a day, um, the last I looked. And are these COVID deaths? Yes. All of which, of course, are questionable. And here's some other questionable numbers out of Florida. Thanks to Southern Northeast for posting this in the Discord chat room right now or a a few minutes ago. For the past 11 days at least, this according to ClickOrlando.com, so an Orlando news source, uh, for at least the past 11 days, the Florida Department of Health coronavirus report shows hundreds of laboratories are reporting 98 to 100 percent of COVID-19 tests are coming back positive. Mm, yeah, and there's a- been some problems with testing. According to the Department of Health, those statistics are because some private labs aren't reporting negative results at all. So they're getting them. They're just not reporting them. The daily coronavirus report produced by the Florida Department of Health lists all coronavirus tests and their outcomes, positive, negative, or inconclusive, from private labs around the state and those outsourced to facilities outside Florida. A look back at the daily coronavirus report shows that as far as July 4th, labs across the state have reported positive cases above 98%. 
While some of those high statistics can be explained by the number of tests run, for example, one out of one test, others cannot. We're going to get into this story about the reparations because aside from the whole COVID crackdown insanity and the fear-mongering that has uh, been going on, aside from that, uh, that, you know, there's... There's still the Black Lives Matter stuff. There are still the protests yeah. and there are still governments throughout the United States trying to figure out how in the world they're supposed to deal with this. And none of them really know how to. And, and that's equally true in North Carolina. I mean, reparations are such a touchy subject for I mean, sure, just, about, because just about everyone. Almost everyone who, you know, might be subject to reparations if they're if that was a thing, they're all dead. At yeah, this point. And the people right. who did the things that would require reparations are, by and large, dead. Well, You're right. But so the, the entities aren't. So there's an entity that exists. Because corporations can live forever. Right. Um, that, that exists that allowed the importation of slaves for, I think it was 19 or 17 years mm-hmm. um, that current, currently is here. Now, mind you, the British crown allowed it a lot longer on this particular soil. But we'll leave that to the side. It also gets a little murky if you consider um, – when did the United States start? Are you asking me that? Yeah. I mean – Well, there was the – there was like the Articles, the Articles of Confederation, Confederation prior to the United States. Right. I'd have so to look it up to – Sometime so when, in the late 1700s. Yeah. I can't remember exactly when uh, the, the importation of slavery was stopped, but uh, it was certainly stopped under the Constitution. Now, Ariel, what you said about reparation is not actually true, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, Saturday, July the 4th, uh, just uh, maybe a mile from Indiana University in a state park, they tried to lynch a black man. Oh, no. And until this is this mentality is gone, we will always have these issues. Now, if you want to fix it and not tax people, get rid of some of this uh, federal land open it back up to black people for the Homestead Act and let us start our own community. But as long as we that. have to live in places that are surrounded by that type of human being, we will never have any peace. Never. You're 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 right. I mean, there's nothing there that I can argue with. Well, I would like to say that I think anyone should be able to homestead the federal lands, not just blacks, but you know, Indians or you know anybody who wants to. Should but be if able it was to done specifically for reparations, then it would be an entity that is responsible for its actions, and libertarians are for that. And that's the United States government. It allowed uh, slavery. Um, also, the incorporated cities and states that um, you know that that benefited from it. There's there's certainly arguments for that. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.